Bush and Richie here with your uh, your podcast. Um, where do you stand on bar snacks in 2020 in the COVID world? Bar snacks as in stuff that they would have on the bar for free as you're going into a pub. Back in the day, yes. Ooh. I'm not sure bar snacks as a tradition is going to be something that goes forward. It might be it. I think COVID might pay to that from this point onwards. Do you, know, do you mean like like a Bombay mix that you might Correct. have in, a, in what appears to be a glass ashtray from the 80s? <laughs> That's exactly that it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in the supermarket today, maybe it's because I'm craving something that won't necessarily be around so much. I've bought what is basically a packet of bar snacks. Ooh. Smoky barbecue-flavoured peas, crunchy corn chips and chilli corn. I kind of thought, oh, yeah, that'd be nice just to, you know, uh, munch on during the show. Crunch away on. Not so good. Not so good. That's I a high-risk thing to be broadcasting with as well, isn't it? All those little bits that can get stuck in, in the your spice teeth. In your teeth. Yeah. Yes. I think if we were doing the show live from a bar and there was sort of like a hubbub in the background oh. and you and I were, you know... Leaning su- on it, chatting. <laughs> supping a few shandies as oh. we're broadcasting. Tastes all right, but not so good without. So we're ruling out the bar snacks, but we do, or we might have an idea for our next outside broadcast. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We've had right old drama going on just before we went on air. High drama in the southeast of England, you've probably heard about it. We've only had a mini earthquake. What else can 2020 throw at you now, eh? <laughs> so a 3.9 magnitude tremor stru- uh, struck parts of England. Uh, from, it's kind of going from London to Leighton Buzzard, apparently. Uh, one emergency service said they had received 999 calls reporting the quake. Mm. So it's not, it's not, nothing bad's happened, everyone's fine, but it's, it's kind of one of those weird, it's like a British earthquake. It's a very British earthquake. Not that much, nothing to see here. It's the kind of earthquake equivalent of a brick getting changed under a towel. You know when you put a towel around your waist on a beach? I think there was a lady on the news at four o'clock who was saying it sounded like a, a, a large lorry had rumbled past the house. That so is. That's so British. British earthquake in a, in a nutshell, that <laughs> lorry going by. So what we want to do here on the Home Time Show, we like to kind of get in there first. We want to get ahead of tomorrow's newspapers today. Uh, and we're going to ask you, first hour of the show, who can come up with the best? We need like a tabloid headline mm. for this thing. So think about the areas, what kind of works. For example, uh, the Rushmore Rocking. Very good. Uh, the Rumble in Reading. Like it. Any others? I'd go with Tremble in Tring, just down, <laughs> just, just down the road from Leighton Buzzard. Tremble uh, in Tring. Uh, my brother Simon has tweeted me one earlier on, and this might be the early leader. This is, this is the yardstick you need to beat. Shaking Stevenage. Very good. It's very, very good. Very good. Uh, hats off to the likes of Jack and Simon driving back from Northumberland. Couple of people with great British quake off. It's very, very good. Very good. Very good indeed. Uh, this one here uh, was it was Simon from New Malden. The Leighton Buzzhard. Very good. <laughs> And then Ian Heron says, the Wealdstone waiver, do you want some? It's fair to say, it's a very British earthquake. Very British earthquake, as you can tell from this quote from a Ms Smith of Dunstable. I was in my room and I thought my stepdad was doing something in the garage because the whole room shook. (laughs) What's he normally doing there? (laughs) What's going on? Uh, So we are after your newspaper headlines ahead of tomorrow's news. We want it today, please. John in Teesside says, unstable in Dunstable. John, it doesn't work because, like... Dunstable is is not unstable. Do you, do you see what I mean? Is, he's, he's mucking around with language yeah, there. It's just is. not right. Martin says, "Don't come a knocking if Bedfordshire's rocking," <laughs> which is good. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
about ten minutes ago, we were talking about the uh, the Wix fix that uh, Dave has got going on uh, on the breakfast show this week. Ten grand towards your dream kitchen uh, and gets fitted in time for Christmas thanks to Wix. Uh, and we casually asked, what is the iconic thing uh, that needs to be in the 2020 kitchen design? Yeah, well, what's the kitchen must-haves? Every year or every decade has got its own fads. What's the current one? Well, I went with uh, your island unit. Uh, yeah. It turns out it's not that. Steve, sunning in the Algarve, although as I read this text second time round, maybe he's giving us Portuguese kitchen fads and that's not your British ones, I'm not sure. He sounds on the run to me. <laughs> not denying it. Uh, the iconic thing for kitchens now is your spiral floor wine cellars in your kitchen. Go on, Google it, says Steve. Spiral floor wine cellar. Don't even know what that is. So what, you go down spiral stairs like underneath your dishwasher and you've got wine down there. I mean, you're not getting, you're not getting a cellar for 10 grand. No, absolutely. It's, this is the thing there nowadays, isn't it? People dig downwards. Yeah, exactly. I, it'd be a great place to go and cry and have a bit of wine <laughs> in the evening Particularly sometime. if you're on the run in the Algarve. Exactly. Do, do keep us posted on that. <laughs> Colditz on Twitter says, the kitchen must-haves are as follows. He's got a list. Stainless steel drawer inserts, induction hob, bean-to-cup coffee machine, starlight inserts into quartz surface. And this is my favourite one. Metal fleck glass walls. Oh, We've gone down a bit of a wormhole here. The latest suggestion we want to hear about. Carl is hanging on. Tell us, Carl, what is this must-have kitchen gadget? It's a hot chocolate velvetizer. A hot chocolate velvetizer. I've never heard of anything like that before in my life. Please explain to Richie and I what it is. It is a machine. You put in some cold water, you add some hot chocolate powder, you press the button, and two minutes later, you've got the best hot chocolate ever. Wow. I mean, it's surely like a kettle does that with just, like, powdered hot chocolate. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, it's not the same, Richie. It's like it's like having a instant coffee granules and a proper coffee out of a non-branded coffee machine. Right, and in your house, have you got a chocolate velvetizer, if that's not a personal question, Carl? <laughs> 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 Absolutely, I have. I got it Got it as a birthday present back in June. We used it every day, and last week we were away on holiday and we took it with us. Wow. wow. If you take something on holiday, that raises the game. What would this retail at? I mean, you obviously got it as a gift, but what What are we looking You've at price-wise? You've hooked him yeah, in. I'm in there now. You've got a sale. I, I think the machine's about 100 quid. Well, wow. now I want one. Um, and it's about, about 80p a sachet for every hot chocolate. Not the accounting. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll start paying for itself with Richie at about 2022, <laughs> something like that, yeah? Absolutely. Thanks, Carl. The Sturge has just been on. It's oh, just yeah. tweeted us this second into the show. Lovely Claire Sturgis from Absolute has Radio. Has she got a velvetizer? Uh, well, listen, her other half, Mark, she says, has been known to pop into Hotel Chocolat and ask to see how the velvetizer works. <laughs> They make him a lovely cup of hot chocolate. He marvels at the beauty of the machine as he drinks, and he says, I'll think about it, and then pops in again on a weekly basis. Do you know what? I want I want a velvetizer. Try do what Mark does. Try it out. Be a tourist. <laughs> Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Now, I know uh, before five o'clock we spent a bit of time talking about the uh, the chocolate velvetizer. Get him one. <laughs> if you uh, missed the early part of the show, catch it on the podcast. But that is actually not what I'm really desiring right now. And the item that I am desiring is what makes me worry 
that I'm having a midlife crisis. Hold on a second. I think I'm on a motorbike. Whoa. I'm instantly teleported to that bit in uh, Top Gun. Maybe Richie on an easy rider, leather <laughs> leather jacket, driving into the distance. Saturday evening, sat in the pub with my mate James, and he was talking about how he's under a, a little bit of mild pressure uh, to get rid of his biking gear. Okay? okay. And he's like, no, 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 that's not happening, because if that goes, then that's me basically saying, I'm never going to get back on a bike again. So what, he, has he got a bike at the moment? He hasn't got a bike. He had a bike. He doesn't have a bike at the moment. He's just got leather kit up in the... He's got leather kit upstairs and he wants to have a bike again. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. We all know he's never getting a bike again, but it wasn't my place to tell him. (laughs) And I was like, I'd love to still get a bike. I'd love to get a bike. Be amazing. Really would. I I had, back in the day, a little 50cc thing that was limited to 30 mile an hour. Sounded like a bee trapped in a biscuit tin. Yeah. And I've still got that itch to scratch of having a proper bike. A proper thing thrusting between my legs, Bush. Steady on, Richie. I would love to have that. I think what it is, moving off that very quickly, is I think you get to a certain age and you just want a bit of, you, you, you crave a bit of freedom, a bit of peace and quiet. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and I think whether it's like ex- people having expensive bicycles or motorbikes, it's a little bit of that, isn't it? The wind but in your hair. Here's the thing, and this is where I become self-aware. I'm 43, all right? I've got three kids. And suddenly I'm wanting to get a motorbike. Is that not the midlife crisis klaxon that I hear? It could be. There, I mean, that's what will be levelled at you. I'm going to warn you right now. I mean, I'm as excited as you are about you potentially getting a motorbike. I think it'd be brilliant. Just to hear you, like, turning up in Golden Square with that really loud noise. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be good? But, but I worry this... that you might have cowboy boots on at the same time and we get into ponytail territory. This is what we need. For, for, for moments like this, there needs to be a, an early warning surface that is, is going off. The midlife crisis yeah. klaxon. So that you know, hang on, hang on a second. You want a motorbike and you're 43? <laughs> that goes off in your head you're like no no stop <laughs> behave rich this is not your territory so yes. what else should be on the list alright we need to compile a list of things that would set that klaxon off Love, I love it so you might look in the mirror and say to yourself do you know what I reckon I could get away with a ponytail <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen mate exactly Believe. what kind of bike would it be though because I think that is is crucial in defining whether you will in fact uh, sound the klaxon on this if it's an easy rider then Claxon away. It's not an easy ride. I would describe it as kind of like the kind of thing Batman would be on to nip around Gotham quickly. Right, okay. It's gone off. It's gone off, mate. Uh, Carl says, uh, earring and muscle fit t-shirt. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty... I'm going to throw in as well, anyone, um, when you... This is a lot of fellas stuff. We won't need to level this up with girls, but super dry. A lot of super dry. That seems to happen to us, I think, at a certain age. And Alex says, buying your first electric guitar and learning to play at any point over 40 should also set off the midlife crisis klaxon. Vicky in Leeds says, thank there you. There it is. Uh, she says, double denim over the age of 40. That's midlife crisis territory. Only Springsteen can pull it off. Uh, someone says, Richie wants a motorbike. Leona already has one. Does that mean she's gone through a midlife crisis? Richie, what would be your official statement on this for Leona? Uh, that that is the views of the person that's texted in and not necessarily of the home time show. We don't need a row. There's the small print at the bottom. We've got Steve on the line, who I think you guys might be kindred spirits. What's your story, Steve? Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm 43 years old as well, and I had a, I had a bike when I was about 19, 18, 19. It was only a little bike, and just literally this year, I've been getting the itch to get a, a proper road bike, a, a big boy's road bike. What, what is it? What's happened to the pair of you that has made you think, now's the time to get a motorbike? God, God knows. God, God knows, honestly. It's, it's just one of those things that, um, I, I drive for a living and it's, um, you know, I, I think sometimes getting to work in the morning would be so much easier on a bike. Um, 
I get, I get jealous. I see people going on bikes and I think, oh, that, that needs to be me. <laughs> but I've just left it a bit late in life, to be fair. Well, no, that's what I don't personally, Steve, I don't think either of us have. We're the same age and we're having the I, same thoughts. I can see the pair of you doing road trips together, little walkie-talkies in each of your helmets, having yeah, a little yeah. chat, stopping <laughs> for a coffee. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. I, I tell you what, it might make it easier to sell, if you see what I mean. Not, not sell as in to, to pass on to someone else, but sell to other authorities if, if I'm paying half the price. If yeah. Steve oh, said, yeah. can you do a timeshare on a bike? Me and Steve share it. That sounds like fun. You can't <laughs> share a, a bike. What, he's going to go on the back when you're driving around and vice versa? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? No, we have it why like not? custody, alternative weekends or something. This has got weird. This has got weird really quickly, <laughs> fellas. Uh, this text says, My dad has cycling sunglasses but doesn't cycle. Midlife and fashion crisis, says this person. And Amber says, My mum has got a massive fox tattoo on her back as her midlife crisis. <laughs> Throwing a mum under the bus. Uh, Mark, what needs to go on the list? What are you doing? I'm 45. My younger brother's 45. 43, and we decided it would be a really good idea to buy a van like we used to own when we were teenagers. OK, well, and is this a van that you like? You're doing it up, or is it good to go? What's the deal with it? Uh, we're doing it up. It's got no floor in it, no roof in it, no front end on it, nothing. <laughs> it's what not point? a van, it's then, is van. it? <laughs> it's like the sugar, sugar babes. <laughs> well, well it, should, it should be a van, and it will be when it's finished. It's just not really looking like one at the moment. And what, what, do, your, what do your partners say about this? Like, you've got now a van on bricks on the drive. My wife just says, oh, whatever. Let him get on with it. Yeah, she just leaves me kind of to it, because she knows if she digs her heels in and says something, I'll just go out and buy another one. <laughs> right, he's got form. And so, so you say, Richie, go get the bike, do it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't know you've hit a midlife crisis until you've entered it. I tell once <laughs> you've entered it, you'll never look back. <laughs> I tell you what, though, if I buy a bike, it's going to have money. a floor and a roof and it's going to have an engine and wheels. They're the essentials. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If it's if he's getting a bike, he'll never go back. Trust me, because you've now got the money to do things you didn't have when you were a teenager. One second. I better write that one down. <laughs> I've now got the money to do things that I didn't have as a teenager. Yeah, that's it. You've got all the free time and a bit of the cash as well. Oh, he said now, not now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's just my hearing. It's definitely a midlife crisis. <laughs> Definitely. Amanda says, I don't agree with the earlier double denim comment. I'm going to be 54. I still rock double denim. Right. Fair play to you. We retract it, Amanda. Yes. Uh, Susanna is holding on to uh, to bring one forward. Susanna, what's, what's yours? I started to learn to fly a helicopter. Wow. Well, so before yeah. we get to the helicopter bit, what yeah. made you get to the situation you think, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn to fly a helicopter? Um... Well, um, I wanted to do it for a while, and then now I, I uh, actually I decided to learn to fly a helicopter. I had uh, six lessons already, and I'm loving it. Wow. And was there something in your life that made you think, right, this is it, I'm, I'm going to do something completely different? Was something you were a bit bored or something, or what? Um, I was working as a nanny for many years, and uh, I, I didn't find the perfect guy to settle down with. And um, so I just thought, like, okay, I have... No children. I have no responsibilities as such, and then I, I just, I just did it. I uh, applied, and then I, I, I had my last lesson last weekend. So you are now a fully fledged helicopter pilot. No, not yet. Not yet. I'm learning. So I had six lessons already. You need around 45 uh, hours to 60 hours. F 45 minutes, mom. 45 hours minimum to, to get your private uh, license. Wow. 
and uh, 60 hours, but I'm already uh, done six hours. So um, if I can, I will I will try to do it. What a fantastic way to combine that with yeah. nannying. You could just turn up in a helicopter in the back garden. You know what I mean? <laughs> Be like Mary Poppins, but with better tech. Yes, exactly. So your advice to me, you know, to Richie and anyone else who's thinking and worried about what people might think is just to go for it. Go for those things in life. Life's too short. Yeah, exactly. I would encourage all the women to actually uh, go and try it. You can uh, um, book like uh, one one uh, trial lesson and it's amazing. And it shouldn't be just that only guys flying helicopters. I think it's, uh, it's very fun and um, I, I'm loving it. So I, I definitely going to try to get my license, but uh, also it does cost a lot. So... Well, yes. good for you, Susanna. Yeah. We're, we're well behind you. That's great. Uh, although I would say thank you for your advice, but I do hope it doesn't take me 45 hours to learn to ride a <laughs> motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. You've just hit the gold mine. <laughs> Uh, and out of that gold mine came a golden tombola. We call it the Tuesday tombola. It's a little bit decrepit, but inside it has 100 balls that are labelled 1 to 100. Can I just make an observation before we spin it? Mm. Every time when we've spun the tombola, because it, it's got our faces stuck on with blue tack, one of our faces has fallen off. <laughs> we need to make a tally to see whether anything untoward has then happened to us during the remainder of that week. I'm Maybe just, it's going to predict the future, do you know I'm what I mean? I'm just going to slowly crank her around just to check that all faces are present. Are there any but, missing faces? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even <laughs> fully rotate. So all of our faces are there. Everyone's on today. But let's just see, say your face falls off yeah. in this spin, then maybe you might get home and drop a cheese toasty, cheese down on the kitchen floor. Wouldn't it be amazing if we found that this had actually psychic properties? Yes. And there we were, just doing a knockabout Tuesday evening feature with I, it. Yeah, we've been mucking around with this incredible thing. That It's like the thing from The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. I mean, when it comes to the Grand National, we put on 40 horses on there, see which one falls off, put a bet on. Not joking, that's probably going to happen. Right. That okay. is a great, that's a great idea. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. And now that we're aware of it, all faces have stayed on. It's gone shy. We're both going to have a brilliant week. <laughs> right. OK. Uh, let's just uh, tip in. Every single table tennis ball has a number drawn on it, and that pertains to a phone-in topic. <laughs> this is going to be good. Yes. It's ball number 24. This is going to be really, really good fun. What animal would look best with a human hairstyle? <laughs> <laughs> we've, been, we've been waiting for this to come out for a long time. What animal, in your opinion, would look best with an actual human hairstyle? Uh, some great suggestions. Um, I've lost my name here. No, it's not. It's Tom, who says his wife has come up with the idea of a horse with a full-on Trump comb-over. That would look amazing. It would look so good. We've got Jodie on the line from Muswell Hill. Uh, Jodie, what animal would look good with a human hairstyle, in your opinion? Well, I think a squirrel deserves a kind of Elvis quiff. Yes. <laughs> They've got kind of a rockabilly look about them, haven't they, squirrels? You'd almost be playing a double exactly. bass. Exactly, yeah. Even I, I your grey squirrel or your red squirrel would suit a black quiff, in fairness. That's what, what I thought. That's what are the nice squirrels? Are, are they nice and... There's their nice and not-so-nice squirrels, or their... Well, I, I don't know. The, well, the greys got rid of the reds, didn't they? Did yeah. they? They came so... over from America, didn't they? Just like the quiff did, I guess. 
<laughs> a good point. The quiff did come over the, from the it rockabilly did. world. Yeah, I yeah, do believe yeah. that the only place that you'll find it, I know a lot about squirrels, the only place that you'll find your red squirrel these days is at Sandbanks. Uh, no, it's, it, what's it oh, called? Really? It's an island in the middle of Pool Harbour. I'm forgetting what it's called. Where, where oh, Harry yeah, Redknapp yeah. lives. Where Harry Redknapp. Uh, Brown Sea Island, Brown that's there it. There you go. Yes. I went there when I was a kid, yeah. Went there to school when I was a kid. Did you see any yep. red squirrels? <laughs> No, I've only seen them, I think, in Denmark and in Sweden. Very specific. It's a great idea. Thank you, Jodie. Enjoying the show. Thank you. Uh, Dirt Biker says on Twitter, Afternoon, lads. What about a mullet with a mullet? Fish with a hairstyle. Very clever. Someone out of the viz. I'll chuck one in as well, right? Imagine a cow... You know, cow, beautiful eyelashes and I all that kind of stuff. I can think of a cow. With jerry curls. You know those kind of wet kind of curls that they were big in the 80s? Like, oh, yeah. Do you remember the uh, midfielder that used to play for Middlesbrough called Emerson? Yes, I do, yeah. Hair like Emerson <laughs> on a cow. I'd absolutely love to see that. <laughs> it would be amazing. <laughs> love it, love it. Gary, you in your dreams. Gary, what's in your dreams? What are you thinking? I do think that Iggy Pop hairstyle on a giraffe would be perfect. <laughs> right, so Iggy Pop's long kind of bleach blonde hair on a, on a giraffe, you think? Yeah, a bit like an Afghan hound, but with a longer neck. Do you know what? It would it would probably make the giraffe feel better because I do one times wonder sometimes whether the giraffe is self conscious of its long neck. It probably is, isn't it? And if you're looking at the bob, then you might not see the neck. I'd also like to see a giraffe eating from a high up tree, but you can't see its face. You can just see its hairstyle. <laughs> That'd be quite nice, just to have it dangling around. Yeah, it'd be nice to draw attention to itself as well with a Mickey Pop haircut. Yeah, I think a lot of the times they're, they're so overshadowed by other animals, aren't they, giraffes, even though they've got a lot going for them? I think they can overshadow everything else with the height. <laughs> hey! Hey! What animal would look best with a human hairstyle? This text here says, next door's Rottweiler with a perm. It would make it less scary. <laughs> I like the way they've twisted it there. Uh, Mr Gaswaldo says, this is without doubt the best bit of radio ever. I suggest a hyena with a scouse perm. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Top three bar snacks. Top three bar snacks. I'm going to go for cheese on cocktail sticks back okay. in the day. Right. Um, again, we're talking about on top of the bar, the stick would be for free. Correct, yeah. Uh, when I used to work at a pub in Brixham called the Berryhead Hotel, they used to have free cheese and onion sandwiches that you could really? have on a, on a platter. Because they want to keep drinking. And sorry, to go back one snack, are you saying that in a bar you have seen cheese and pineapple on sticks? <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, are we allowed to include crisps? This, I don't mean this in a sexist way. I do not mean this in a sexist way at all. But I do miss, just for the nostalgia, mm. just for the old schoolness of it, do you remember they would have, like, packets of peanuts and every time you bought a packet it would reveal a picture of Linda Lasardi crawling in, in like a leotard? Different times when we were less <laughs> educated, Bush. I remember them. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is.